Alright, we're back on this Thursday evening, 6 o'clock. On the last pod two days ago, I talked about how the Lakers were facing elimination, and that is what happened. The Spurs won. The Lakers got blown out again, and Phoenix has... It's really just been a year of blowouts. It felt like every single national televised game was won, as they were just crawling to the finish line. Really just these last couple weeks, I agree with Stephen A. and all the other analysts saying they kind of just looked like they just, you know, mailed it in, kind of just gave up a little bit ago. But, of course, you know, being the media person I am, I'm looking for, you know, body language and response and how the players and especially, you know, this situation in general, how they responded and talked to the media after the game. And I just want to say this is like, it was a big headline yesterday that's like, oh, Russ says the Lakers are running it back, or Russ says it's the plan. No. No. I'm not saying it can't happen, and I'm not saying it won't. There very well could be, you know, an option where they say we only played in 21 games together, and, you know, we battled health. Let's try it again in Russ's final year of his deal. But that's basically kind of what happened. Uh, Dave McMenamin, or what he asked, Dave McMenamin asked Westbrook, you know, 21 games, would you like to see it under full health? Would you like to see the real thing and actually get a chance to achieve the real goals you guys had at the beginning of the season? And he was looking down. He was just like, yeah, I mean, that's the plan, as he would say when he's under contract. (laughs) And obviously... You know, everything this team comes with, the consumers, the expectation, the Los Angeles Lakers, the stardom, the three Hall of Famers on the same team in general, if not actually five. Um, He's like, yeah, you know, that's the plan. But what was his next answer? He was like, things can change in the blink of an eye in this league. Just, just like that. Anything could happen. Moves are made. Things don't go as planned. And obviously, especially after the way Westbrook's been received by his hometown fans lately with the boos after his play amongst those terrible losses like I talk about, there's there was rumors that they both were on the same page of, you know, welcoming a change and him getting moved. And rightfully so. I mean, yeah, he did have a bad season. Um, Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka are, are to be blamed. But like I said the other day, it's all about pride. It's all about their approach. And that's what they didn't have all season. There was no effort. There was no offensive identity. Been preaching it. And for Westbrook, it's just, yeah, he was just being honest. That's what he said to the media. He was just like, it's the plan, but things could happen. But I think those rumors are truthful that we saw when he recently got booed within those few weeks of them getting blown out, the many games at home, especially when he's booed. Um, There definitely is some truth to that, that there is a rumor that he definitely wants a change. And obviously with how bad this fit's been, the Lakers feel the same way. 
We don't know about LeBron, who's had his back all year, especially with AD. But Palenka, even with the uncertainty with his job, the Bus family, they all look at Westbrook as like, all right, what can we do to help this situation? And knowing the competitor and the human being Westbrook is, is just, he definitely is slightly seeking another move away from his hometown. And... I felt for him during that uh, post-game press conference. He was like, what did I learn this year to defend what I believe in, to defend my name? No, I could get through anything no matter what it is. And just like, as a Westbrook fan, I felt for him through that press conference. Did he have a bad season? Yes. Of course he did. He wasn't a good fit. Like all the other analysts have been saying, they... Got rid of all their good role players who played the other side of the ball. They were like, let's get us Westbrook, who could carry us through the regular season. And then come spring, around this time, when the postseason's coming up, LeBron and AD could do their thing. But obviously, it was not a good fit at all, as no one played the other side of the ball in the purple and gold. But, yeah, so don't be surprised if they're like, all right, let's try this one more time with what they did deal with with health, but I think there definitely is a likelihood where there's a mutual feeling of wanting to move on between Westbrook and the Los Angeles Lakers ownership. But, so, speaking of which, today's uh, rumor on them, apparently the Charlotte Hornets are seeking (laughs) interest in Russell Westbrook, who he is... Obviously, great friends with Michael Jordan uh, as he's gone to all those trips to France and Paris. And he's been, obviously, a big face of their brand. So, I mean, I don't know how that would work at all. I really, (laughs) everyone's probably thinking the same thing. It's just, where does that work? One, they have a point guard in Lamelo Ball who's been tremendous. First-time All-Star. Superstar. Terry Rozier. 20-point game scorer, 19-point game scorer, tremendous season. Uh, Miles Bridges breakout year two, as everyone knows. So it's like, where does he fit? I mean, obviously the Hayward thing hasn't gone as planned. He was great through his first season there, through the first half of this year there, before he was absent for the foreseeable future with another ankle injury. So so I think my... My man Bob Manning said this on CLNS Media. There's got to be a way where they're looking at it that's like, all right, let's see if we can get off Gordon's $34 million, you know, do some sort of, you know, moving parts, trades to make this work. I don't even know. Would you put Russ at the one, LaMelo at the two, and try to – or LaMelo's got size. You put him at the three, put Terry at the two, Bridges at the four. It's a couple different ways you can go about this. I mean, if the Hornets, if you're looking to be a playoff team that can make some noise next year, I think you should be looking at a five or someone with size. Um, Harrell looked like a nice fit when they got him at the deadline, but it didn't last very long. There's only a few games. But, so yeah, Charlotte's definitely interesting. Definitely a little weird. Um, has to be something with Gordon Hayward if I was to try and figure it out and imagine it myself. But, so we'll see what happens. I mean, Mark Stein wrote a story that 
if they were to waive him, the Lakers, which this isn't going to happen. This is, you waive him and he's owed $15 million over the next three years. I don't think they want to get themselves into another Luol Dang situation. Definitely not. I, I, It's Russell Westbrook. Like, yeah, he had a bad year, but he put up 18-7-7 and still filled the sheet and had, you know, he had some terrible games, but he definitely had some good games, too. He just was not the right fit with the Lakers. And maybe the most talked about story of the NBA season this year is just how laughable they really were as a group. So, and then stuff starts coming out after they eliminated yesterday as well. That's like, oh, um, from LeBron on the shop talking to, who was a gunner or something like that? I forget who... <laughs> See, he was responding to someone. I forget what celebrity it was. But asked who we would like to play with in today's league. He's like Steph Curry. Straight up honesty. Shaking his head yes. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, he said his son, of course. Um, and it's just... <laughs> it's funny how it, it, it came out and it was a headline the day when they were eliminated. This happened in the past. This was like fairly recently in one of the recent episodes it wasn't like the night when they got eliminated he didn't say oh I want to go play with Steph Curry (laughs) like that didn't happen and the media of course made it try and seem that way with the headline going viral uh mourning the elimination of the Los Angeles Lakers I just (laughs) I know I talked about it last pod or the one before it it's just Ryan Rosillo from The Ringer, from, um, who always talks to Bill Simmons, my man, he always says, you know, that's what LeBron does, constant pressure on your toes for winning. And that's what he's doing. That's what he did that All-Star weekend when he praised Sam Presti, when he talked about his son, when he said, maybe I'll return to Cleveland. I think he could be putting pressure on the Laker front office, saying like, I mean, you can go about this either saying that or saying, you know, every place he's been is four years and it hasn't gone the greatest way besides the bubble championship. Obviously, you missed the postseason twice now. So people are probably thinking that this is going to end abruptly and think he people have the idea that they're in the mindset of like, oh, he wants a new star teammate. <laughs> and some Warrior Network uh, yesterday before the game showed Steph the comments. He was like, well, who's my boy? Played it for him. He laughed at it. <laughs> he was like, I'm good now. He knew it was on the shop. And even Brian Winter said it on LeBron's guy on NBA Today. He was like putting his hands together praying. He was like, he did not, this was not recently. Like this was already said. And... Brian kind of talked about it himself. It's just like the rivalry that they had from meeting in the finals kind of died out. And then the past two seasons, he picked them on his all-star team each time. Someone else that LeBron would also, has indicated that he would love to play with, that he's picked on his all-star team three years in a row and has been loud on his opinions with how excellent and amazing of a sports icon and at this point and really amazing player he really is is Luka Doncic 
LeBron has voiced coming out of the bubble after the championship. He said he told Nike, this is your guy. Don't mess this up. This is your guy. Before he went to Jordan, um, talked about how special he was. It's just he continuously praises him and talks about his game. And you could definitely see some interest from LeBron James there and wanting to play with him as well. I mean, I think Rosillo brought this up. He's kind of right. Do we remember Kawhi Leonard's comments before he went to the other Los Angeles team about playing with LeBron or his, you know, how he was feeling about it? It's just that's... Has we kind of realized LeBron isn't the type of guy to take a team to the championship like the way he used to anymore? I think it's kind of died down as the wave and the cool thing to play with him as well. And that, I mean, maybe growing up as a Celtic fan, but that was probably my mindset through the many years myself was like, why wouldn't, why does everyone want to form a super team with him? Why don't you take the Kevin Durant way out of it? It's like, nah, man, like I want to beat you. But so, yeah, I mean, this team's facing a lot of questions entering the summer. Um, I really appreciate Jason Timp from The Volume. He's a very good Laker fan and reporter. Um, it's funny how this is coming from a Celtic fan, but he, the way he covers his team is very well, and his ideas and points are great the way he talks about the team, and I like his analysis. But So, you know, I've talked about it before as well. It's like Nick Wright has a point. I don't think you trade Anthony Davis unless LeBron James wants out after this final year. There's facing a lot of questions, which I said the past few pods. First, it's Vogel. You know, they already made some waving decisions today. They got rid of <laughs> their loved guy, Trevor Ariza. So first is Vogel. Then you look at the Westbrook situation while monitoring LeBron and his happiness. Rosillo also came up with another point. You could look back at this down the line and be like, man, all those unprotecteds we gave up, all those picks we gave up, this was a disaster to not even win another title. Because LeBron is going to be 38 on December 30th. But from what we saw this year, he clearly has time left. A few more years. He's interested in investing and playing with his son when he gets in the league. He's talking about playing with other guys. He's making the Laker organization worry. He's giving people mixed feelings. He'll be around for at least a couple more. And clearly with the way he's played, we've never seen somebody at this age play this well. Or even an athlete perform or even fly the way he has at this age. And all the athletics to come with it. But, so... I mean, you could look at... It could be like a Clipper thing. Marcillo is saying he's right. Like, you give up all these picks, you didn't even win. But, I mean, this team's got a lot to think about. You got to monitor LeBron. Focus on what you want to do with your point guard. Um, keep LeBron happy. And yeah, they're not getting Steph Curry. He's not going to play with LeBron. Probably, definitely not going to play with Luke. Luca down the road. I mean, knock on wood. Can you imagine how amazing that would be if he played with either? But, so, 
speaking of the Clippers, um, they, I talked about it when I talked about power rankings. I was like, they are a sleeper with George back if they're to potentially get Kawhi Leonard, who hasn't ruled anything out yet, but who has just been quietly smiling and going through his workouts and shoot-arounds. I think it's just, they've been a sleeper. I mean, I've talked about it. I've hated on uh, Tyron Lue in the past, even though he's been a Celtic. But he's done nothing now but prove how genius of a coach he is. That always, informing his team, you know, we always have a chance. We're always throwing that first punch. We're always putting up a fight. And we kind of saw it through those playoff runs, or the one playoff run, even before... Um, in the past, when they went through those times, like, it's just the difference between him and Doc Rivers is just funny, how they, you know, have their team in the right mindset, how they have things calm, how, you know, there's a lot less of a worry factor, but the Clippers are going to be special with him at the helm with their two wing stars back. Uh, I was praising the Norman Powell acquisition, who averaged 21 points in his first three games with them before breaking his foot. He returned last night, 22 minutes off the bench, 24 points. He shot 60% at three threes. I think he had, like, four rebounds, too. And I was saying how, like, he could be a perfect third guy for those two wings. Spot-up shooter, could score in many ways. You got Reggie Jackson who's balling this year. Terrence Mann's only improving. You got your shooters, Kennard, Batum, Marcus Morris, and you got Zubak, who's still young down the middle. They like Hartenstein. They're a gritty team. And, you know, when they did choke it in the playoffs with Doc, everyone was like, yeah, like, they just, (laughs) they're laughable and, like, forget about them. But no, they're still here. They definitely are still here. And... Yeah, I think they're going to be exciting down the line. Um, But yeah, back to close out of the Lakers. The three stars are sitting tonight. Everybody's talking about LeBron scoring title chances. chances, I'm sorry. That's the least of his worries with everything else he's accomplished. It's likely going to go to Embiid or Giannis. So they're going to shut him down, likely, is my opinion. And he'll be fresh for next year likely in a Laker uniform again, or with a new team around him. It's just, there's a lot of questions to be answered. Um, the Brooklyn Nets last night, they were the game on before the Clippers. Um, they were down to the Knicks by 20-plus again. I think it was 21 this time. And you could just tell, 10-point lead to end the third, you could tell the lead was just diminishing. Pretty sure Durant and Irving played Every second. I had it on in the background uh, of the Celtics, but every second of the second half, Kyrie was all celebratory after the fans were chirping at him, um, firing up Durant before they went into their interviews. Uh, Kyrie with Michael Grady of Yes, Durant with Cassidy Hubbard. Every single second they played in the second half, and Kyrie just appreciated the win. He was fired up, like I said. Um, they're tied for eight with the Atlanta Hawks. Um, this race continues to be a thriller. 
the Celtics go into tonight. Their game's in an hour. They play the Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee. Jason Tatum and Al Horford will get the rest. So it'll be Jalen Brown, Daniel Tice, Marcus Smart. Giannis is playing. These two teams can care less about the seeding lineup. These two teams are the hottest in the Eastern Conference. The Celtics have won 32 of 41 games over this huge run. The best offensive and defensive team since February 1st and before that. So, like I said, if they're confident, I'm confident. I can guarantee you if Giannis is playing, the Bucks are confident too. We still have a game Sunday night also on TNT uh, in Memphis. So... Who you get is who you get. I mean, if you're Miami and potentially Philly, you might be a little worried. But, like, Boston, who's a half game above the Bucks now after winning last night, this game should be a good one tonight. And both these teams are confident. I can guarantee you. Who you get is who you get. It's just, if you're that good on the defensive end, and like the Celtics, who do likely have a Robert Williams coming in, um, you have a little less to worry about. And the way Boston still is a top defensive team without him. I forget if I said it on the last pod episode or not, but one thing about Ime Udoka and the rest of the Celtics organization, one thing about them this year about the injuries is they've been pretty on point. Jalen Brown's ankle, hamstring, knee thing. Uh, Aaron E. Smith, his ankle. Marcus Smart, his ankle. COVID issues with Al Horford, Jason Tatum. They've all been on point this year with the correct timeline. They're saying about Robert Williams, it could be the four-week range a lot more sooner. Uh, They haven't ruled them out for the first round. So they're pretty optimistic, and Rob says he feels great. So usually they've been very truthful this season for the most part. So that makes Boston fans a lot more hopeful for his return and his impact bringing everything together the way it was even though it's still been a great ride but so we'll see from here Thursday night to Sunday night the way things go the I think I said this the postseason begins April 16th um not sure when the Celtic if the Celtics play then or the Sunday the 17th yet um, the plan is April 12th to the 15th. But, yeah, so Boston fans, this is a big few days. The Red Sox sadly got rained out today. They'll be debuting tomorrow on their opening day. Nathan Evaldi against uh, Garrett Cole on a 1 p.m. game still from the Bronx. So... Yeah, I mean, you got a good doubleheader tonight. Nothing for the Lakers to play for. Like I said, they're all out. Uh, you get to see probably the angle and the story of this game will be the Warriors and getting better into the right mindset as this next week approaches. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying this, too. I really do. Um, I've always been an anxious person in the past for whoever knows me, and obviously I'm more of a writer. And uh, I'm never one to just step in front of a camera and speak. It's just because, or not even a microphone. It's just because, yeah, obviously, you know, we all have those demons. I'm an anxious person. 
But I really hope you guys are enjoying this. Like I said, I never was one to post consistently in the beginning, but I think I'm going to start this leading into the sports Bible. Um, yeah, finally, I feel like I'm starting to grow into it. And I'm having fun. So I hope you guys are enjoying these. Um, Celtics in an hour. Red Sox tomorrow. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying baseball today. Like I said, keep an eye out on the Laker noise. Uh, first two days have been funny with the LeBron stuff. And <laughs> obviously the Westbrook stuff. But, yeah, the Clippers are getting better. The Celtics continue to dominate. Uh, Alright guys, enjoy the games tonight. I'll be back. Like I said, I'm probably going to start doing this every day, so... Thank you, guys. Enjoy.